Hello, and welcome to the web video cast on recurrent pregnancy loss from the Reproductive Science Center of the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm Dr. Mary Hinckley, reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist. For those of you who have experienced the heartbreak of a miscarriage, perhaps it's of some comfort to know that you're not alone. In fact, one in every four pregnant women suffers a miscarriage. What's less common is recurrent pregnancy loss which we define as the miscarriage of two or more consecutive pregnancies in the first trimester or early in the second trimester. Less than 5% of women experience two consecutive miscarriages and only 1% experience three or more. Recurrent pregnancy loss is a very controversial topic and is still being studied, but we do know of several factors that can increase a woman's chances of having repeated miscarriages. For example, the chance of a miscarriage increases as a woman ages. After age 40, more than one-third of all pregnancies end in miscarriage. With age, the number of eggs decreases, and the remaining eggs are more likely to have chromosomal errors. Also, age can negatively affect the hormones which promote a healthy uterine lining, a requirement for maintaining a pregnancy. Hormonal factors may also contribute to recurrent pregnancy loss. Thyroid disease or pituitary dysfunction can be associated with recurrent pregnancy loss. Additionally, Studies have shown that women with an elevated LH level, those with polycystic ovarian syndrome, or PCOS, may be at increased risk of miscarriage. There is some disagreement about whether low progesterone levels, often called luteal phase deficiency, may cause repeated miscarriages. Some medical professionals believe that an insufficiency of progesterone secretion by the ovary after ovulation can lead to miscarriage. Another factor is diabetes. When poorly controlled, this disease increases the risk of miscarriage. Women with diabetes improve pregnancy outcomes if blood sugars are controlled before conception. Women who have insulin resistance, which typically occurs in obese women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, also have higher rates of miscarriage. But there's still not enough evidence to know if medications that improve insulin sensitivity lower miscarriage risks in women with PCOS. Uterine abnormalities can also contribute to recurrent pregnancy loss. Distortion of the uterine cavity may be found in approximately 10 to 15% of women with recurrent miscarriages. Congenital uterine abnormalities include a double uterus, uterine septum, and a uterus in which only one side has formed. Other causes include uterine fibroids and uterine polyps and Asherman syndrome, in which there is scar tissue in the uterine cavity. Yet another cause of recurrent pregnancy loss is antiphospholipid syndrome, a disorder of the immune system that is characterized by excessive blood clotting and or pregnancy complications and the presence of antiphospholipid antibodies in the blood. This syndrome can lead to miscarriages, unexplained fetal death, or premature birth. Blood tests for anticardiolipin antibodies and lupus anticoagulant may identify women with antiphospholipid antibody syndrome a cause for 3 to 15% of recurrent miscarriages. A second blood test performed at least six weeks later confirms this diagnosis. In women who have had a high level of antiphospholipid antibodies, pregnancy outcomes are improved by the use of aspirin and heparin. Inherited disorders that raise a woman's risk of serious blood clots or thrombosis may also increase the risk of fetal death in the second half of pregnancy. However, there's no proven benefit for testing or treatment of women with thrombophilias and recurrent miscarriage in the first half of pregnancy. Occasionally, 
we will empirically treat women with blood thinners. Another possible contributor is the health of the sperm. Increasing evidence suggests that abnormal integrity, also known as intactness, of sperm DNA may affect the embryo development and possibly increase the risk of miscarriage. However, this evidence is still very preliminary, and we just don't know how often sperm defects may play a part. What can be most upsetting and perplexing is that for 50 to 75% of women, doctors can find no reason for recurrent pregnancy losses. But there is good news. In patients with unexplained recurrent pregnancy loss, chances are about 60 to 70% that the very next pregnancy is successful without any treatment. In certain situations, in vitro fertilization with pre-implantation genetic diagnosis may allow an embryologist to identify embryos with a reduced risk of another pregnancy loss, which then would be chosen for transfer. Pre-implantation genetic screening, or PGS, is simply an advanced technique for biopsying an embryonic cell to determine the health of the embryo. For someone suffering from uterine abnormalities, such as scarring or uterine divisions, surgery can help repair the uterus. This can help to ensure better implantation and growth of an embryo. If a blood disorder proves to be contributing to recurrent miscarriages, anticoagulants can be administered to help improve the blood circulation to the placenta. Low-dose aspirin and heparin are both used to treat these blood disorders. Additionally, hormone therapy often helps to restore hormonal imbalances in women suffering from multiple miscarriages. Close surveillance during pregnancy is generally recommended for pregnant patients with a history of recurrent pregnancy loss. Even with appropriate and correct treatment, another pregnancy loss may occur as each pregnancy develops its own risks and problems. It goes without saying that few experiences are as emotionally difficult for both partners as a miscarriage. Repeated miscarriages are especially taxing. It is important not only to take care of your physical health, but your emotional health as well. I think for me, Dr. Hinckley made all the difference. She, she really listens. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, she, she listened to us. She knew I really wanted to have my own biological child. Yeah. That that really m mattered to me. Um, and uh, she was positive. She always was very positive with us made us feel hopeful, was honest, but gave us that, you know, that ray of hope. And um, for us, luckily, it happened. To learn more about recurrent pregnancy loss, please click on the link in your browser window to podcasts to download an audio recording with more details. You can also learn more by pointing your mouse at the button for patients at the top of any page on this website and then clicking on Counseling and Psych Support. From everyone at Reproductive Science Center, thank you for spending time with us to learn about recurrent pregnancy loss.